Okay, ladies and gentlemen, before we dive into the episode, I have one little correction that I needed to make. And uh, this was my screw-up. They have it all over their website, and I just did not pick up on it. But uh, the club of the episode is the East Keeler Cougars, not the East Keeler Tigers, the home of the 377-game superstar Chris Peppers of the Lace Out podcast. So I do apologize for referring to them initially as the Tigers, but they are, in fact, the Cougars. Now in its third year, it's a yank on the footy with Craig Wessels talking about the greatest game on the face of the earth. Sit back and enjoy, everybody. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 163 of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels coming to you from stormy Sandusky, Ohio. We've had some thunderstorm warnings and tornado warnings rolling through the area this evening and uh, supposedly uh, tornado warnings about 20 miles south of where I live. So we've battened down the proverbial hatches tonight, and uh, fortunately the rain has actually stopped now, so we're going to go ahead and... uh, Jump on some electronic devices here and try to get this thing recorded this evening. So I do want to thank you for giving a listen to this episode. Uh, In this uh, episode, I'm going to take a look back at round seven, as well as a few things in the news. Now, before we dive in too far today, don't forget that you, if you are interested in having a uh, your local footy club getting a shout out during an upcoming episode, please drop me a note through an email or over on uh, on Messenger on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram as well. I want to highlight these clubs. Uh, it helps me learn a little bit about the local game and, and where you know players who are playing at the highest level may have played their footy as well and learn a little bit about some of the people who have previously played the game and where they got their uh, experience uh, during the course of the game. Now, I do have to mention here, today was uh, kind of D-Day as far as um, the podcast and as far as my social media Uh, because as many of you know, several weeks ago, my, uh, Facebook account was locked and I've had absolutely zero feedback from Facebook as to what happened. The only thing that I've been able to surmise is the fact that I used the word punch in a post and they thought I was, you know, advocating violence or whatever the case may be. I've heard nothing from Facebook despite sending them several emails and supposedly the little inbox that, uh, tells you this was your transgression and thou shalt do this in order to get back on the platform. Well, I could never access that because it kept giving me a, uh, a warning saying that I could not connect to the, uh, to the network in order to get to it. So I never did see what actually went on, but today was the day that that page disappeared. So the 1500, uh, friends that I had on there, many of them, former students of mine who, I remember some of them, and I've begun to reconnect with some of them on a new account. Hundreds of them footy fans from all over the world who I have now lost contact with. And again, I didn't have a paper, tangible list of who they are. So if you're a footy fan and you've been following me on Facebook, I am back out there again. I may reach out and send you a friend request. Uh, And if by all means, if you want to reach out and send me one, that's probably me. And, And I... I mentioned this previously, but I'll mention it again. I've left pinned at the top of my new Facebook page a photograph of me holding my iPhone 
with the date of, I believe, April the 6th. I'm sitting in my classroom, and it, I tried to make it look as much as like one of those hostage photos that you see at the movies where the person is holding that day's newspaper showing that, yes, that person is still around because they're holding the headlines from that day's newspaper. So I was trying to legitimize the fact that that I was who I said I was because I've had several people who I've reached out to have who have been skeptical that that it was, in fact, me that thought it maybe was somebody else who had uh, taken over my account. But no, it is, in fact, me. So if I reach out to you folks, that picture is going to be there for the considerable uh time frame going forward here so you can uh you can verify that that is in fact me now today's club of the episode is the east keeler tigers and the tigers they were established way back in 1967 and i say way back because it makes me feel younger because i was established even before that and they won their first premiership in 1978 with a senior b grade uh premiership now today the club has over 200 junior players and 80 senior players uh as part of the club the seniors are coached by uh, Tim Bongetti. Hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly there, Tim. And they play their next game on the 7th against, and I'm going to try to pronounce this one here because this is, uh, I know they play at the Overland Reserve, okay? And I believe this club is the Lions, but let me give it a shot here. Is it the Maribyrnong Park Lions? I think I got that correct. This is uh, a decade plus of me being a public address announcer and having to, uh, dissect uh unique names from occasion uh from occasion there so best of luck to the tigers going forward this year i hope you get to win this weekend now one other thing before i dive into the episode i wanted to take a moment and give a quick shout out to someone actually to two someones uh, that being uh, paula taylor and uh former tiger and rue john perry and John played with the Tigers from 1964 to 69 and with the Roos from 1970 to 74. Now, John has reached out uh, to be a guest on the podcast. I've not been able to find the contact info from where he initially reached out. But Paula went ahead and filled out the register as a guest form over on my website, yankonthefooty.com. Unfortunately, the email address that she provided me for her father, for John, was not correct. So I sent it out and it got bounced back at me last night. So I I went ahead and forwarded the email with all of the contact information, the links that she had provided to me as well, because I'm really looking forward to talking to this gentleman. You know, fascinating story um, comes from a a long, uh, wide family of, of footy players uh, throughout his family tree. Um, I went ahead and sent that information along to the Tigers, uh, information as well as the ruse information, hoping that they would have, uh, John's correct email address. And I, and I said in my email, I said, I know you're not comfortable sharing his email address with me, but would you consider sharing, my email, if you have his email address, my email that I'm sending and forwarding to you, could you forward it onto him so I can then get his email through that conduit, if you will. So um, hopefully I'm able to connect with him because it, this is going to be a really fun conversation. I was looking forward to this. Uh, I watched a couple uh, clips on YouTube uh, with Mr. Perry. Just looks like a fascinating gentleman. So Paula or John. Uh, if you're listening, please reach out to me over on uh, by email at yankonthefooty at gmail.com. 
uh, or, you know, send me a note on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter uh, so I can get connected with you. We can get all that information out to the correct email address. And if you happen to know Paula or John, by all means, please feel free to let them know about this because I'm not sure if they're listening or not. Now, one other thing that uh, I have to pass along here, and I am absolutely stoked about this. I am chuffed. One, I have the Watch AFL app, so I'm going to get all of the games regardless. But if you've listened to the, the episode so far this year, I've lamented the fact that the AFL and Fox Sports here in the United States had yet to reach any sort of an agreement with regards to broadcasting any games. We're heading into round eight, and there had not been a single game played as of yet on, on American television. Okay, for those of us who are, um, you know, the Americans talking footy or Donnie Hess or Rosanna or, you know, people, you know, who are involved in in writing about the game here in the United States um, to try to recruit new fans to this game because people are becoming somewhat disgruntled with the game of baseball. And I'm learning that I'm not alone on that. And as I said, said in other episodes, I'm, I'm saddened by the fact that this game is, is the game of baseball is, is dying off. So I'm, I'm actively trying to recruit new fans to watch this game. Well, great news because it was just announced today on a fana.com, AFANA.com, which is a, uh, uh, great organization here. I had one of the, uh, the people who run that organization on my podcast about a year and a half ago. They just announced that FS1 and FS2 have finally, and Fox Soccer Plus, have finally reached a an agreement to start carrying games back here on cable and satellite television in the United States. Yeah, I got one question for you, FS1, FS2, uh, Fox, Fox Soccer Plus. What the hell took so long? We're seven weeks, we've gone through seven rounds of footy here, and we haven't seen a single game yet. Okay. First of all, I'm, I'm glad that you finally got your act together here, okay? Um, there's going to be four live games on FS1, FS2, and there will be four live games on Fox Soccer Plus this round. And it sounds like they're going to have all nine games on each round going forward here. Now, the Sydney Gold Coast game is going to be on tape delay here in the U.S. It'll be on at 11 o'clock in the morning here, which would be 1 o'clock the following morning in Melbourne uh, or in Sydney, I believe as well. Um, so, you know, I, I'm not sure if this is, I don't, I don't think this is a direct result of the negotiations that's going on here between uh, Paramount and Amazon and the AFL brain trust that ha I think they're still here in the U S talking. I don't think it's that necessarily, but I think what might've happened is that the fact that they were here, they landed here and maybe the folks from, you know, Fox footy kind of just sent a little quick me email over here to the folks at uh, Fox sports in the United States and said, Hey guys, uh, gals, you remember football? Remember the AFL? How you used to, you know, put those games on, on television. You can still do that if you'd like to. And they were like, Oh crap. We can, can't we? So, Hey, we've got footy back. Okay. And I will put a link to the Afana website uh, in the show notes so you can go and see what games are on when, but I know that there are, several games. So if you are listening to this podcast here in the United States and you're just checking out footy for the first time, 
and you don't have the Watch AFL app, figure out how to run your DVR. Okay? Figure out how to run your DVR. Because if you haven't been watching this game, I think you owe it to yourself to check it out. Because it is dynamic. It is fast. It is a hell of a lot of fun. And when it's played well, there's nothing like it. There's absolutely nothing like it. Okay? I think you'll be impressed by it. So... Good on you, FS1, FS2, for finally getting the games back on. Uh, it did take a little bit of time, however. Now, one other thing uh, in the news that I wanted to get to before I jump into my uh, tips from last week, which we're not going to spend a lot of time doing that. Uh, if you happen to listen to last week's uh, episode where I went through my tips for round seven, um, I wanted to, you know, give a shout out. I'm, I'm thrilled. You know, one, um, Aaron Phillips moving back to or moving to uh, join her father's club, uh, Port Adelaide, uh, this year. That's terrific to see. But the other thing that I was thrilled to see as well was Daisy Pierce signing on to come back to play another year. Now, of course, we don't know when that year is going to be as of yet. Okay. We're, we're still waiting to hear that. We think that the, the women's season may be starting in August. I don't know that for a fact. Um, I really don't know, but uh, she's coming back this year. I think this is you know this is terrific. She's an absolutely class act out on the grounds, and I, and I, can you think of a better role model for the youngsters and teens who are are playing this game and are growing into this game at the junior levels at the moment right now? Can you think of somebody who's better to to just kind of you know point to them and say, look up the word emulate in the dictionary. That's what you could do here. It's a class human being. Okay, so I'm thrilled she's coming back. It's very exciting she's coming back. I know there's been some talk about her joining the coaching staff at Geelong. Uh, And hopefully that happens sometime down the road as well. But Daisy, keep playing the game that you love as long as you want to keep playing it. Those coaching spots will be there for you when you're done. Okay. Now, I... I have to do it, but I don't want to. I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about my tips from last week, from round seven, because uh, you know if you listen to that episode, I got I got a few uh, you know raised you know digital raised eyebrows at me for some of the tips that I made last week because you know looking at my list here, I uh, I tipped some games that I don't think anybody else did in the fashion that I did. Okay, um, I did go seven and two last week. Unfortunately, the seven were the games I got wrong. Okay, so again, as I tell you every time I do my tips, don't, don't, don't take my advice as gospel here because I don't know what I'm talking about. And if if round seven was not a good indication of that, I don't know what is. I got the Richmond game right, and I got the Melbourne game right. I did take a few risks last week, okay? Um most of them didn't pan out. Yeah, I, I did tip the ruse to knock off Carlton. I was concerned about how the Blues would go in the ruck position with uh, Mark Pittnett out. Um, you know, now the ruse did win the hitouts 56 to 30. So they dominated in hitouts, but the Blues midfield, pretty darn good midfield, had 45 clearances. So they were very stingy and very uh, greedy with the ball during hitouts. Okay. Now, if they're able to continue that trend, and position themselves to to get the ball regardless of what Ruck is putting the ball into play. Well, that could still bode well for, for Carlton then. So, you know, hat tip to uh, 
to Carlton for for uh, over for overcoming the loss of their their very solid rook. Now I I, I have to tell you I was pleased to see uh, Jason Horn Francis stand up for himself, stand up for his club. Um, if you're not listening to uh, the Lace Out podcast, uh, Peps uh, really went after Jack Silvani earlier today. I'm, you know, I'll I hope you'll listen to his show and hear what he has to say about it. But uh, the title of their episode that uh, that they recorded this, this last evening was spot on. Okay, it was absolutely spot on. Um. So, yeah, I got that one wrong. Now, I also tipped the Suns to take care of the Magpies. You know, even though the Suns, you know, they, they dominated the hitouts again, 50 to 17, the Pies got their share of clearances. It was pretty even. And, you know, they only had three fewer than Gold Coast. So the Pies midfield did their job. And, of course, their Swiss Army knife, uh, Brody Majacek, led the charge with four goals, one. And the legend in the making, uh, Jack Genovan, uh, continues to grow. And... Uh, you know, yeah, I'm not a Magpie supporter, but I, I gotta tell you, it's fun watching this young man play football. Okay, now if your if your club is playing against him, it's frustrating as hell. But this this kid is, you know, the game needs personality. Okay, the game needs a lot of people who are getting their fans, their supporters excited about watching their club, a face of the club, if you will. Okay. And they're going to be without, you know, arguably one of the faces of the club, Brody Grundy for quite some time now. So this is an opportunity for, you know, um, you know, young Mr. Gentleman to, to go ahead and kind of fit himself into that role. And isn't he only 19 years old? Think about that. You, you in theory, you've got another 12, 13, 14 years of this young man, just going out there and, and having a great time. Okay. Now that, that goal he had, uh, when he came off the, uh, you know, looking at the goals from the right side and went past three, um, Suns players. I mean, he, he sold enough candy there to keep even the loneliest dentist busy. Yeah. Okay. That's a bad analogy. Sorry about that. Now, you know, Mabi Archol, Levi Casbold combined for seven goals for the Suns. You know, Casbold, had some terrific marks, and 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 he's been a a great addition, um, to the Suns, uh, who's having to fill in for King, who's out with the the ACL injury. Now, of course, I I also I tipped the Bombers as well, and I was not still yet convinced that the uh, that the Bulldogs had had completely cleaned up their kicking woes. Um, you know, they did uh, they did score in a lower percentage of you know their goals on in the inside fifties, but they spent almost twice as much time inside fifty than the Bombers did. So if you keep going back in there time and time and time and time again, well, you're bound to get enough goals to win the damn game. And they did. So, you know, great job by the Bulldogs to, to, to get themselves, you know, heading back up the ladder a bit. And again, this is a club that I actually tipped to win the grand final this year. Might just be wrong about that. Okay. Now I, I have to, you know, I'm not going to talk about all the games this round, but I, I do have to also give a shout out to the Dockers. Okay. A huge hat tip. I tipped the Cats to win this one by double digits. I figured, you know, Sean Darcy's out, Matthew Tabiner's on the sidelines. It's likely going to work in the Cats' favor. Now, Frio, they pretty much choked off the Cats. The Cats just looked, you know, despite the best efforts of Tom Stewart and Mark Blitzavs, you know, who had phenomenal games, 
they pretty much kept the cats off the scoreboard. And the cats just, they, I don't know if they looked slow. They just looked somewhat disjointed. And and Frio really just took them out of the, the, the free-flowing game that they want to play. Now, I, I did see that uh, Lee Montaigne talked about how, you know, the cats, you know, they've, they've changed their style. They're going to be, you know, their best footy is probably going to be coming at the end of the year as they grow into this new style of football that they're playing. I hope he's right. I hope he's right. But, you know, they're, right now they're sitting four and three and down at seventh on the uh, on the ladder. Now, if you look at their their fixture, they've got uh, they've got some winnable games, but you would think games being played at GMBHA, and again, this is another um, burr under my saddle, if you will, uh, another bone to pick, if you will, for the AFL. Yeah, I know that the Cats are going to have a lot of home games at the end of the season, at the end of the fixture. But this was round seven, and this was only their second time playing on their home deck. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if there, if there's, is there something wrong with that? I mean, I'd love to hear from you on that if, if you if you think about that. I know there were a lot of people talking about, um, you know, St. Kilda, you know, playing a home game in Kansas weekend, and the weather just being awful. I did not watch the St. Kilda and Port game, but it just it looking at the score, it just sounded like it was going to be ugly. I've, I remember watching a game that was uh, in Cairns not uh, three or four years ago, and I believe it was Gold Coast in North Melbourne that they played played basically in, in in a monsoon, if I'm not mistaken. They, I mean, it just was the rain was just coming down in buckets. So, yeah, and I don't know if that's exactly what happened this weekend. Like I said, I didn't watch the the Saints uh, Port game yet. Um, but again, you know, if you are a Frio supporter, I know it's only round seven, but if you're somebody who celebrates, you know, using the words heave-ho after the final horn, you've got to be feeling pretty darn good about yourself, okay? you got to feel good about where your club is sitting right now because they're playing good football. They've got people who are out, who are banged up. They've had people who are out with COVID, but, but they have still managed to play at a high level and you know it's it is a uh it's a fun club to watch it really is and and yeah they beat my side this week okay like i said i i can't do anything more than tip my cap to them because they they came in and did what they did they this was a huge win for freemail a huge win it would have been a huge win for geelong had they won it and again, it was only a three-point difference here. This wasn't this wasn't a twenty-point blowout. They didn't lose by three or four goals. They lost by three behinds. That's it, or four behinds, I guess. Actually, um, now the the big news, of course, this weekend is the fact that my my fantasy team uh, on the AFL site won its fifth game in a row, and I'm sitting now in the number three spot on the ladder of our group of twelve. Got a solid percentage of one hundred and ten. Uh, Max gone, Luke Parker and, and Tom Stewart have been kind of been the, the stalwarts of my side so far this year. Now this league, it's made up of a dozen of us from here in the United States who are either podcasters, writers, players in the USAFL, or just footy mad supporters, people who love the games. There's a dozen of us. We sat down and did our, our draft, uh, over zoom. It was just a lot of fun. The banter, the discussion that went on and I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty thrilled. This is the first time I've been in a head-to-head league at all, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. Uh, so, yeah. 
So, folks, you know, we'll be back a little bit later on this week uh, with my tips for round eight. Um, I will try to do better this week because Lord knows I can't do much worse unless I don't get any of them right. If I just, you know, if I just, you know, say that, you know, Footscray and, and Fitzroy are going to win and South Melbourne are going to win, then I might be wrong. And I apologize if that, uh, you know, made any of you feel bad who were supporters of any of those clubs. I'm just trying to use them as an example of clubs that aren't there anymore. Okay. I, I, I tipped the Cleveland Browns to, to win an AFL game. How's that? Um, which, and again, if you are a, uh, an NFL fan, you know, hopefully you are, are thrilled with the, uh, your club's uh, draft results in the uh, NFL draft that took place this weekend. It is a huge affair uh, that goes on here in, uh, it's, it's over three nights and all kinds of, you know, pomp and circumstance and all kinds of exciting things happening and famous people coming out and announcing the, the, the draft picks and that sort of thing. So, folks, don't forget that you can find everything related to my podcast over at my website, ayankonthefooty.com. I do hope you'll consider checking it out. You could leave me a voicemail there. You can share your views on an issue. Uh, you can ask me a question there if you're interested. You can also sign up on the mailing list, and I hope you'll consider doing that, okay? If you're if you're somebody who loves the show and you, and you want to get that episode in, to you as soon as it comes out, getting on that mailing list, you just click in there, drop your email in there. And when a new episode comes out, I'll have it in your inbox within about a minute of when it gets released. And if you want to consider helping out the show, you can certainly do that over at my Buy Me a Coffee page, uh, the little button in the bottom left-hand corner. Or if you're interested in any uh, podcast gear, you can check out my Redbubble page as well there. And don't forget that you can reach me at a yank on the footy at gmail.com. And again, I do hope, uh, you know, uh, Paula... Uh, Paula Taylor, John Perry, I do hope if you're listening that you will reach out so I can get John's correct, uh, email address there. Um, you can find me on Twitter at yank underscore on and on Facebook, look for a yank on the footy podcast. That's the new page because I just lost the old one. As I mentioned earlier, I do hope you'll connect there and you'll go ahead and follow that or on Instagram at a yank on the footy. Now, like I said, many of you have signed up for the mailing list. I, I encourage you to do that. Um, and like I said, I'll have the, e, uh, the episode to you as soon as it comes out. Now, folks, we're a third of the way through the season, unfortunately. And it's flying by. It is, it's, it's just absolutely just blowing past us. And again, when you get to be as old as I am, the days tend to fly by anyway. I mean, it's, uh, I'm, I'm already tired and it's you know, not even bedtime yet. Um, but, you know, we, we all love this game. You know, I, I've... I've I've seen that there are reports, and I'm not read up on these yet, that there are uh, issues and concerns about umpire abuse that uh, supposedly have been suppressed. I need to read up a little bit more on that before I have any comments on that, which is really disturbing. I, I, I it, wor- it worries me, okay, that that's the case. You know, again, um, take care of each other. Look out for each other. Don't be afraid to reach out to a friend. Give them a call. Send them a text message. Um, make sure they're okay. Okay, check up on them. Tell them you love them if you love them. Tell them you're very fond of them if you don't love them. Okay, that's uh, that is certainly the case. And and you know, be decent to people. I have uh, in my classroom 450 or so uh, quotes. They started out when I first started putting them up, really inspirational. And then as the year, and I teach government, as the years went by, they got a little bit more cynical. But I have one that's in a font that is different from every other one. And it is a quote from Oscar Wilde, 
true friends stab you in the front. So be decent to your true friends. Be decent to one another, okay? I appreciate your kind words that you have shared with me, your support, uh, your, your good feedback. Uh, and ladies and gentlemen, as always, may your dribble kick never hit the post. I will catch you later. This has been episode 163 of a Yank on the Footy. Don't forget that you can reach me over at Yank underscore on on Twitter or to Yank on the Footy at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram at a Yank on the Footy or on Facebook at a Yank on the Footy podcast. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. And I do hope you'll share the podcast with your friends and family. You can do that at my website, a Yank on the And until next time, folks, this is Craig Wessels. And goodbye. <laughs>